0: Hello, bonjour, and welcome to my dating life during a pandemic. These stories are of my own experience. You'll be tuning into realness, randomness, questions, maybe answers that uh, raw vocal footage. That's right. I'm not a professional over here, just wanting to share my sweet, smooth vocal sounds with a hint of story flavor. Yeah, that's right. Let those words marinate, baby. <laughs> Welcome to episode one i um i I thought you know whoever doesn't know me is going to read the bio per se of this podcast and not really understand it, so when you put the voice to the words, I feel like it makes more sense hopefully i am um, I'm so nervous to actually have this happen. I had spoken about this with some friends. Everyone was totally rooting for me to do it. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to create these episodes and let them fly off. So here we go. Here's episode one. Welcome to episode one. I kept trying to think, you know, where do I want to start? Because there's just so many... um stories. So many stories. There's so much time for the stories. And so I thought with episode one, I'd start with the beginning. So I live in the (laughs) T.O. Literally the other side of the east side, east coast of Canada. And I moved here last year aka 2020 and the very first day I arrived here I thought you know what I'm gonna go on tinder let's let's see let's see what this pool of men is like because it's gotta be better than where I came from it was pretty rough in Calgary I'm not gonna lie there's just not a whole lot of options and then you see your friends on there you know what really is annoying When your friends get mad at you because you don't swipe right on them. Like, can you grow up? Who cares? We're friends. You have my number. Like, if you really are that upset, then why don't you just call me? Ugh. Anyways. (sighs) So, I downloaded Tinder. Well, I, I, yeah, I re-downloaded Tinder here. And, Yeah. I swiped away and immediately this one guy was very keen on meeting. He was like he was all in. He's like, I wanna have dinner with you. When are you free? I was like, Okay. <laughs> this is so forward, I'm not used to this. You know, normally I'm the one who's the more forward person. But it was a little bit refreshing, I'm not going to lie. So, we scheduled a a date. And, yeah. Um, He offered to pick me up. But considering we (laughs) hadn't talked on the phone. uh, Hadn't video called at all. Which, I mean, uh, during this time at the pandemic of the pandemic people were still allowed to go to restaurants like it was pretty lax so yeah it was almost kind of like a blind date because I kind of knew what he looked like but his photos that he had put on his profile were very vague (laughs) so I definitely don't recommend that ladies doing that um wasn't smart on my behalf However, uh, at this time, I had a roommate, so I was like, hey, do you mind if I location myself to you so you know where I am, just in case? And she was totally cool with that. And then a friend back home, I also asked her, I'm like, hey, can you just, you know, just in case? So that's one thing I would say, ladies, make sure you have a buddy system. Make sure you have it, like, if you feel nervous, make sure you have a friend that you can be like, hey, please check on me. Like, I'll send you this signal if things aren't going right. Also, you know what, I'm just going to say, someone please do this idea. I feel like it'd be a really great app idea to have for women, and it could be, like, security verified and whatnot, but, especially in large cities, to look out for each other, just an app where you can, like, check in, and someone can check in on you, and, yeah, I think it'd be a cool idea. I just know nothing about apps. Anyways, so, he offered to pick me up, and I kindly declined, because, yeah, never met this person, and the day we're supposed to meet it was pouring rain like pouring rain and again well he, he texted me and then I didn't answer him right away so he called me and he's like Ashley I'll come pick you up I was like he's like where do you live I'm like no honestly like I'm I'm good I'll just I'll just meet you there he's like are you sure I was like yes definitely <laughs> I'm good I'm good, don't worry man, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like, I've never met you, please, stop. Stop this craziness. So anyways, I, I be on my way and yeah, I went out in the rain, which really wasn't that bad, I didn't mind it. And I met up with him. And he was who he said he was. That was really, that was very pleasant. So otherwise, I would have been like, ah, shit. Like, he's not who he says he is. This is terrible. But no, it wasn't. He was who he said he was. And that was really awesome. So, yeah. We go for tacos. And we, you know chat about each other, he asks me questions, I ask him questions, and he asks me about if I smoke weed, I'm like, no, not. I don't, like, I can't, I, I prefer to have edibles, you know, but I don't do it much, you know, I, if, if I need to sleep, I'll have some edibles, or, yeah. And then he basically went on this really long heartfelt story about his dad and how his dad was really sick with cancer and I honestly can't remember what kind of cancer it was but he specifically researched how to make um, this weed drink and how to like make different signatures to help subside his dad's pain and his dad is, like, you know, his his whole world, essentially. Like, he looked up to him and whatnot, and unfortunately his dad ended up passing away. But he was so grateful to have that experience. And it was so... <laughs> it was honestly really intense for a first date. I was like, oh, wow, you're really going in. I just... yeah, you know, I'm a very compassionate person. And I was like, oh, this is so sad. And so, anyways, after that story, he's like, I, I'm like... I'd like for us to go down to the harbor and and we can get some edibles on the way and I'm thinking okay I I mean I, I needed to stock up on some some goodies because I had just arrived and I'm still getting familiar with places it, it was so easy in Calgary because Calgary's so tiny I like I know where all my spots are whereas in Toronto it's I was like I don't and this is all new to me and the area I lived in was not in the center so that made it also difficult however yeah we went for a walk down the harbor and that was okay. He ended up having to go on the phone for about 20 minutes 15 20 minutes and he was speaking in his native language so I had no idea what was going on but i it was just really weird for me because I'm thinking you're on a date and you pick up your phone and I mean that's fine if it's an emergency but if it's not an emergency then okay <laughs> I okay just, I'll just mind my own business or, you know maybe I should go home which I ended up wanting to do so, yeah, he asked if he could drive me home, and I said yes, because I thought, you know what, I, I don't feel weird about this person anymore. I There's no real natural instinct of me that says, whoa, be careful. So <laughs> I, I let him drive me home, and that was pretty much, yeah, that was it for the night. Um, I felt... A little weird about it, really weird in the sense of uncertain, because I was like, "Well, that was, it was," a very strange. That was, by the way, my second date in Toronto. It was a very strange date for me. It's very intense, and I, I think I was just trying to gi- digest it all. And he ended up messaging me in the morning, which, I, I. Saved uh, from a screen cap I'd sent to my friend and I'm going to read it out also I'm most likely not going to name anyone's name (laughs) on this podcast so if you are someone who took me out on a date and you listen to this and you're like that's me it may or may have not been you who's to say (laughs) so let me back it up too. I, w- <laughs> I will say, another thing that was just really, I was taken back by, he, so when we went to, we went to Tokyo Smoke to get some weed, stock up, and I was like, you know, I'm here, I'm going to get the things I want to get, and I'm ready to go and pay, and he turns around and he stops me, he's like, no, I'm paying. I was like that you really don't have to do that. like I'm just getting some like I'm if you want to share something that's cool but I'm getting some stuff for me like I I'm good like you please no you don't have to do that he's like no I'm buying it I'm like okay I've never been on a date where the guy bought my weed. I'm like sick what else can he buy <laughs> uh half joking so that was that was a little bit of a weird thing. So yeah, you know, I go back home and digesting everything next morning. He says So Ashley, the thing is I haven't been able to take you out of my mind since our meeting. You have a beautiful personality and are so gorgeous. That is why I was acting all weird around you. Also, since you can't smoke weed, I have learned how to make a drink from Cannabis, which is very popular in some parts of Southeast Asia. It's called Pang, B-H-A-N-G. So, uh, please, someone feel free to correct me with this one (laughs) on that pronunciation. He then says, let me take you out on a romantic date, starting from Van Gogh exhibition, followed by a dinner and bang made by me in my balcony. I would have waited to say all of that for the right time but the 2020 me doesn't wait for such strong feelings i'm sorry i can't take pain seriously i can't every time i say it i just google because i'm immature like that but i i i read these messages and you know i'm still trying to process what just happened from last night and then i read this and i'm like what is what like I, I I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I don't understand how I make such an impression. Like I'm I, I get that I'm an attractive person, but I'm really pretty bland as a person. Like I'm also like a total shithead. Like I speak my mind maybe a little bit too much. And so I'm I'm just amazed when when you know, not that I have a lack of self-confidence. I have a lot of confidence, but maybe too much sometimes. I'm just always amazed. Like, how is it that you see me like this? Like, are you sure you don't have this, like, fantasy idea about me? Because I do that with guys all the time. All the time. So, anyways. I send this message to some friends because I'm like, this is so crazy. He's, like, super into me. Uh You know, I honestly, I I don't have, I personally don't have my response back to it. I think I just said, you know, I I need to think about this because I was feeling really weird about it and I sent it to one of my girlfriends and she was like, whoa, that is so intense. She's like, can I see a picture of this guy? I was like, okay, sure. Like, I don't really, I tried to go back to my Tinder account, but he had, he deleted it. It's like he knew that I was the one. He was like, let, he's going all in. He's going all in, um, honestly. And I said this to all my friends. I bet you anything, if I go on this romantic date that he's proposed, he will probably get down on one knee and I will be a married woman. I, I, <laughs> I, I joked with my friends. I said, I will probably be married by the end of the year. Guarantee. If I stick with this guy, he'll marry me in a heartbeat. I mean, the cool thing about this guy is that he likes cars as well. And I'm, I'm not very knowledgeable on cars, but I do appreciate them. Oh, my goodness. Like, it's a dream of mine to be a race car driver. At least a few times in my life, to race a car. Like, one time I'd like to go on a track, and the next time I'd like to go on the Autobahn. in like, a nice, fast, not necessarily a supercar, but I definitely want to, like, I want to build one. So, anyways, he's cool because he was into that. And he likes Europe. I love Europe. There's a lot of really good positive things. I just, I was feeling weird. Like, I was feeling weirder and weirder. And then I remember he had messaged me because he was asking me, what are you doing today? I was like, I'm unpacking. You know, I just, I just arrived here, so I still have a lot to unpack. I was like, you know, I'm probably going to, you know, I'm also searching for a desk. And he's like, I'll buy you one. <laughs> and I'm I remember just looking at this like No, we literally met once and you're wanting to give me things. You're what did I do to this poor man? <laughs> is that, uh, you know, I kindly rejected it because I thought, you know, this is this is a lot. This is like a I uh I'm still processing everything here. <laughs> and yeah back to my friend she was who's curious about this guy i sent her a photo that was on his whatsapp and it was you couldn't really see his face and she's like this is so weird she's like what's his number i want to i want to i want to i want to chat with this guy i was like i thought she was kidding honestly i thought this girl was kidding I'm like, you know, you're you're one of my good friends. So like, that's hilarious. I'm like, what you want his number? She's like, yeah, I do. I was like, okay, here you go. And so she actually does message him. They, these are some of the friends I have. Okay, props to my friends. I I do adore them. So she messages him, and she just kind of asks him, you know, well, first she says. Like, I'm one of Ashley's best friends and sisters. I wanted to find out about this guy who she went on a date with. Could you please send me a photo of yourself? As well as your favorite band, color, and your intentions with Ashley. She's a super special girl, like one in a million. I gotta watch my fellow queen. And he actually responded to her, which bless him for responding. I don't... I don't know how I would feel if someone messaged me that, if I were in his shoes, but he's really keen on me, so he answers her questions, and he sends her a photo, he asks my friend, does she know, says, I think his, I think he's said something along the lines that his favorite color is green, he doesn't have a favorite band, there's too many he likes, um... He agrees that I am a very special person. And he then says, I really want to get to know her better. Like, tell me, what, how can I make her happy? What do you know? And my friend freaked out. <laughs> and she's like, don't go on another date with this guy. He's giving me really creepy vibes. I was like, okay, like, can, like tell me more. Because I can't just go off of someone else's feelings and when he saw, when she saw his photo, it reminded, the photo reminded her of this one very toxic relationship she was in, and that terrified her, and it also terrified me, because I remember that relationship she had, and it was really scary. At that time, she wasn't allowed to speak to any of her friends or family, this this boyfriend she had, like, pretty much drove her everywhere, did everything for her so he could keep her to himself. And that's the vibe she was picking up on. And I don't take these things lightly, you know. If, if I have a friend that says that, you know, okay, yeah. I'm going to take it into consideration. And to be honest, I think I may have taken it a little too far into consideration because I full-blown freaked the hell out. And looking back now... I think the reason why I freaked out so much is because I just moved to Toronto. I'm already overwhelmed with a new change. I have a roommate now, which I didn't have before. I am just like, holy shit, this is so much. My work is like super intense. Um, I'm feeling a bunch of many feelings and this was not really adding, (laughs) it was just adding fuel to the flames. And, yeah, I remember just freaking out. I remember calling one of my friends, one of my guy friends. I'm like, I'm so scared. I'm like, I don't know about this guy. And then my friend said this, and he's like, Ashley, you need to check yourself right now. You're in a big city. I know you haven't lived in a big city in a while, but you've lived in a big city. You know what it's like. So let this be a lesson to you. Check yourself. Remind yourself that... You can't be so open with people. You have to look out for you. So I appreciated that. And I would say it definitely was a lesson. You know, I, I didn't really handle the, the rest of this person who I went out with very well. Because after my friend freaked out and told me her findings, I then of course freaked out and I blocked him. Cause I was nervous. I was scared. I'm like, Oh God, he knows where I live. Like, why did I do that? <laughs> you know, who knows? And I think I, I was also freaked out too, because my roommate uh, at that time, she was away for the weekend, which I was stoked. Cause I'm like, cool. This will give me time to really like ground my bearings here. But I was just super freaked out just that it was a whole mess. It was a mess, emotional, mental mess. And I feel bad for the guy. I do. Looking back now, I do feel bad for him because I could have handled it better. But I I handled it the way I was emotionally equipped to handle it. So I don't regret it, you know? It is what it is, moving forward. So, yeah, I blocked him. And he (laughs) texted me. And I blocked that. And then he texted me from a different number. I blocked that. And then he WhatsApp messaged me from a different number. I blocked that. And then he did it again. He messaged me from WhatsApp on his business number. And this time he said to me, and the reason why I know it's his business number because it said it in the profile. And I was like, who the hell is this? But I knew it was him because he got upset with me. He's like, this is very disrespectful of you to be doing this. I honestly don't remember the, the rest of the message but it, basically he was telling me how disrespectful I was and he, that I could have just let him know that I wasn't interested and that's fair you know and I pretty sure I said something along the lines of you know what you're right I could have I could have said something but it was not disrespectful and this is why it wasn't disrespectful because I was freaked out by you you're too intense me right now and yeah that was it never heard from him again no more texts from different numbers or different apps and that was yeah that was it and yeah it properly freaked me out I remember I had a date the following weekend and I was nervous to go on that date I was so raw and scared And just like after this date, I'm not going on another one. I'm like, I need, I have too much of cra too much crazies in my life right now. And I need to subside all this and get used to it. So yeah, that's what happened with that. That was my second date in Toronto. Yeah, I was thinking, I was just thinking right now, I'm like, should I continue, you know? We're only at twenty-five minutes right now. I could continue. Um, the first date, yeah. Yeah. Screw it. Two and one. First date. This was also on Tinder. Uh the first date, I went out with this guy. We actually went for ice cream for gelato. And he was really nice. He was really nice. It was I had a night I had a really nice time. He. He even walked me home, which was nice. Uh, Very gentlemanly. The one thing that really concerned me was that he said he had no friends. He had lived in Toronto. Some of his family lives in Toronto. And he lived in Toronto for eight years. He works as a security guard. And he has no friends other than drinking buddies. And to me, that was really concerning because... Someone, to me, someone who doesn't have friends means they're going to be very clingy. And I was like, the last thing I need is someone who's clingy. You know, if, if, you know, I'm just not that person, especially because like, I have a friend group and that's what that is for me. Yeah, it was very concerning to me that someone who I met who is nice to hang out with didn't have any friends. I was like, eh, I don't see this working. And you know, I, I, at the time, I really wasn't looking for friends. When I first went on Tinder, I was like, I'm, I'm looking for love, if that's even possible on an app. I know it is for some people. But, yeah. So, for me, it was a, it was a no dice. And he had a lovely time with me, of course. And it was his birthday coming up, and he wanted me to take him out for a birthday dinner, as, I guess, a second date, but I was like, uh, let me get back to you on that, I, I felt so weird, because, like, I definitely didn't want to, you know, I just met this guy, and you're already asking me to go out with you for your birthday, oh, but right, because technically now I'm your only friend, I'm like, fuck, (laughs) this is so awkward, I remember sending, I remember saying this to a friend, and she's like, already, that's, pretty soon. I was like, I, I know. Thank you. <laughs> so, unfortunately, I had to decline on him, but I, I never saw him again. We did chat a little bit after that. Um, it was very civil. <laughs> he got mad at me, actually, which was one thing that was very frustrating. Uh, the first time I schooled someone, actually. Yeah. So, he got mad at me because I basically didn't want to go on another date with him, and he's like, well, I thought you want to be in a relationship, and I said, yeah, I do, but honestly, I I can't. Like, right now, I, like, I I literally just moved here. I'm still trying to, like, adjust everything. I, like, now's not a good time, you know? I'm sorry. It's just, I I thought I could, but I can't. Now's not a good time. And then he started getting pissed off at me because I said that. And I can't even remember what he said. But I did say to him, you know what? I don't I don't need this, okay? If you want to be friends, we can be friends. But I'm not I'm not doing this. I to me, you're projecting right now all your hurt and anger and frustration because your little ego got stepped on. Hey guys, I'm wondering why the fuck do you have such a big ego honestly it's 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 so frustrating, like heterosexual relationships are frustrating when guys have such a big ego when you get rejected, you get so pissed off and mad, and then you sometimes you just get up in our face about it, and by us, I mean ladies, and it's just like excuse me, this is unnecessary, you know. I'm sorry that I can't be the one that you thought I could be for you, but your expectations here have been way too high. And you know what? Yeah, women do it to men too. I ain't gonna deny that, but we're talking about women right now, okay? Men, you already got your, your rise and shine for centuries and centuries. So anyways, I pretty much schooled him, and he apologized, which I wasn't expecting. I was honestly just like, you know what? I'm ready to go my separate way, but he apologized and and then he because he also has done a little bit of boxing He's like let's do some pad work in the park soon and honestly i got so busy which this has happened to me many times i get so busy that i just i don't have time to respond and i know that sounds like wow really ashley but trust when shit's hit the fan in your life and you're not mentally capable of literally just sending a sorry text. Like it happens. You know, you're human. You're allowed to you're allowed to do what you have to do that's best for you in that time. And unfortunately if that makes you look like a shitty person, then it does. But people who are willing to be understanding and patient, patience is key. So anyways, we never chatted again. Which I was okay with because I just, I didn't have that emotional capacity to give to anyone in general. I'm like, this is too much. Like, yeah. So those were my two dates that happened when I moved to Toronto. And yeah, I think I'm going to leave it there for the next episode because we're already a little bit past... 30 minutes, and I would like these to be, these episodes to be digestible, you know, they're not going to be some crazy long-winded conversation, plus I want you to be, you know, wondering what's going to happen next, who else is she going to talk about, oh, I got people, oh, I got people, (laughs) but... Thank you for everyone who's tuned in. Honestly, this is so nerve-wracking for me. (laughs) I didn't think it would be as nerve-wracking as it is, but just putting yourself out there? I forget about that. I'm literally putting myself out there to the entire world. It's not just like my friend group, it's the entire world. So whoever wants to listen to this, oh my god. It's a lot. It's a lot, but it's cool. So, yeah, that concludes episode two of Bizu Bizu Bitches. I am your host, Ash, for pretty much the entire series because it's all me. And I wish you all a lovely day, afternoon, night, wherever you are. Ciao.